TV. Oh, and Alex. Before bed. <laughs> Just rubbing my eyes. <laughs> yes, this is before bedtime, so totally understand, Alex, and I forgive you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, ask me some questions about life. Oh, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Do you realize that we didn't do any of the recordings or any episodes the last two weeks? Oh, is that why my life was so relaxed for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you didn't realize it at all? No, I actually didn't realize it at all. Fine. <laughs> you have no hurt for our podcast. I think we just, you know, a little podcast vacation. What is your topic today? Well, I read a book about Vietnam, and you wanted to me to talk about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> why don't you just hide the part that I wanted you to talk about that? Okay, take two. <laughs> take well, two. I read a book about Vietnam, and I want to talk about it. Great! Tell me about that. <laughs> Not fake at all. Okay. Well, I don't know. Why don't you ask me questions? I don't know what you want to hear. You want me to s- summarize it? Sure. You you should come to the podcast and hey, V, I read the books. I'm so excited to tell you about that. You know, not that attitude. Okay. All right. That's a bad attitude. You're right. Okay. It is a good book. It's called Catfish and Mandala, and I don't know why it's called Mandala because I think Mandala is like um, I think it's some kind of um Hindu portrait to find like. Something to do with Buddhism, but anyways, it's not relevant. The catfish part, we can talk about why catfish are important. But it's a book by a Vietnamese American, which I learned is called Viet Q. Viet Q, yeah. Which itself is like an interesting term because it, depending on who's saying it and how they're saying it, it can be a nice thing, but it could also be a not nice thing. Mm-hmm. So okay. I already taught you how to use the word Q, how to say Chinese people but live outside China. Chungkook you. We call it Hwakyu. Wagyu beef. Huh? Like Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef. Wagyu is like a like a really really expensive type of Japanese beef. You never had Wagyu or Kobe steak. Wagyu? Yeah. <laughs> all about food, all the time. Okay, so you never had Wagyu beef? No, oh my gosh, I didn't let's... have that chance. I was poor. I was a student. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna get some for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's yeah. high quality meat, so I didn't have a chance. So good. <laughs> All right. He has like a complicated past. His family left. What is the city they're from? Fan. Fan Thi. Yeah, they left Fan Thi. Yeah. And they, when he was ten years old, and he has like two brother, two or three brothers, and a and a sister. Yeah. And they they go to America when he's ten years old, you know, fleeing the South. Mm-hmm. And the story is told from his perspective. This guy, as he takes his bike on a journey uh, across America and then into Japan, and then the majority of his journey takes place traveling from. Oh my gosh, I always get things mixed up, baby. From Ho Chi Minh to Saigon. Is that south to north? Is that right? <laughs> Ho Chi Minh to Ho Chi Minh to to. To Hanoi. Hanoi, yeah. yeah. Ho Chi Minh and Saigon are the same city. Yes. Yeah. I knew it. I always... I knew it. I know it's going to fuck it up. Ho Chi Minh to... Hanoi. Hanoi. So at that time in the book... It's, it's Saigon at it's the Saigon. beginning and then it changes to Ho Chi Minh when he returns. Oh, okay. Because he's returning in uh, the 90s, I think. Uh-huh. Or 80s. It's just a personal trip for him to understand the country or 
he was looking for something? Well, so one part of the story is told as he travels, and there's like two other parts, you know, two mm -hmm. other timelines. One timeline is back in Vietnam before they leave and on the boat, mm -hmm. and the history of his father in the prison the camp. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then there's another part that's told his childhood in America, mm -hmm. because his childhood is very dramatic mm -hmm. and deals with, you know, getting beat by your parents. Mm -hmm. It deals with homosexuality. Deals oh, yeah? with being okay. trans. It deals with suicide. Deals with all this complicated family history. Okay. Uh, you know, and the problems of the the extended Vietnamese family in America, and and how tough it is to be a Vietnamese American in that time in the seventies and eighties. But then that part is interesting. But I mean, for me, the the best part is learning is him biking across Vietnam and experiencing this country in the 90s kind of before i think a lot of money came in mm. you know before you know it was on the rise but for the average person they still had a very poor existence mm -hmm. and so you know he sees the good parts of the country he sees the bad parts he he can speak the language but everyone knows immediately that he's vq mm -hmm. and they treat him differently mm -hmm. sometimes in a good way and sometimes in a bad way the mm -hmm. funny thing is before he speaks vietnamese they have like this instinct where they know that he's not Viet, Viet, like Vietnamese, Vietnamese, mm -hmm. and they right away think he's Korean or Chinese or Japanese, and they start they start speaking English then until he speaks Vietnamese because of the way he dresses or some part of his. It's like there's an invisible. So they never thought that he was uh, Vietnamese. No, they always come up to him and speak English until he speaks Vietnamese, just from his clothes or his demeanor or or a way of you know. It's interesting, okay. Because, and and I and I think this is an interesting point actually because it's it is it is something that people can just tell for some reason. So he doesn't he didn't look like Vietnamese. I don't think it's about facial features and things. I think it's about outfits. Well, yeah, outfit, but maybe there's something almost not tangible about it, like just the way you act. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 you know, part of the journey is him, does he accept himself as American or Vietnamese or whatever? And there's this scene near the end of the book where he, I'll just spoil everything because, you know, whatever. People people can not listen if they want to read the book. Maybe I shouldn't spoil it. Okay, so you can give the Spoiler word. alert. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. So if you want to read the book, you can stop the podcast right now <laughs> and then find the books, read it, and then you can come back Cat to listen to Catfish us. Catfish and Mandala by Andrew Fan. Catfish and Mandola by Andrew Pham. Okay. We should ask spoiler, him for spoiler commission. alert begins. So there's a scene at the end of the book where he, you know, he's gone through this journey, and sometimes he hates Vietnamese people, and sometimes he loves them, and sometimes he feels accepted as, but mm -hmm. some, you know, so he's he's in the beach, and for the hundredth time, this lady comes up to him and starts speaking to him in like broken English, like, mm -hmm. "Hey, you, you, you think beautiful like beach? You know, like she's like she's like speaking to him, and he can." And then when she can't think of English words, she switches to Vietnamese and she talks to herself like, oh, isn't it beautiful? Look at this foreigner, blah, blah, blah. And instead of talking to her and correcting her and saying that he's VQ and he mm -hmm. speaks Vietnamese, he just speaks back in English and he just enjoys the moment of the beach with her because he thinks it will become too complicated to... He doesn't, he doesn't feel the pressure to explain to this lady who he is. He just wants to enjoy the moment despite... His existence being complicated. But why that lady started the conversation to practice her English? Yeah, so you know, I mean, I experienced uh, just that. Just to when be I friendly. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. But but sometimes as a, you know, sometimes it's tough to have to explain yourself all the time. But that was his coming to peace moment. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. It's a complicated. <laughs> I don't know. Is if it this a spoiler? Is interesting. <laughs> ah, maybe not a spoiler. Spoiler alert ended. So, <laughs> so, so there's some interesting facts from the book. Okay, so tell everybody how you learn about catfish. So, let's do like a fact check. Okay, I'll tell you things from the book. Okay. And you can tell me if it's true or not. Okay. In some places in Vietnam, in this time period, people poop on wooden... There's like a wooden thing that goes out over the river or a water area, a pond. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just poop in the hole. Mm-hmm. And in that area, there is catfish. Mm-hmm. And they and when you're pooping, they get excited. They go... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then yeah, they, they eat all the poop. Yep. And then sometimes you eat those catfish later. Those catfish? I'm not sure about that. Like, okay, so it's right about <laughs> yeah. pooping yeah. way. But I, I was uh, with my uncle' house. It's actually in Ho Chi Minh City, not so far away. Yeah. And at that time, people still had that kind of toilet. But I'm not sure about he catching those catfish to eat. I think he bought the catfish from the market from the, <laughs> to eat. Not those catfish. Okay. Yeah. But I'm sure some people must, in, especially they're poor, eat those catfish. Even me, myself, I don't know the catfish from the market, uh, from the same source or not. So, right. yeah. Okay. It's a gross thing to think about, but also it's kind of the circle of life. Uh-huh. I eat you, I poop into your pond, you know, and you get life, and then I eat more. Okay. It's gross to think about, but... Have you ever had catfish? I don't know. Probably, maybe... I don't know. Not in America. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to think about that too much. Okay. Second fact. Oh, I don't know. Phan Thiet is the fish shop capital of Vietnam. Yeah, Phan Thiet is the fish shop's capital. Yeah, I I agree with it. But um, actually in Vietnam, in different local area, we have different tastes. Like my, my hometown is also really famous for fish shops. Uh, Da Nang and Hoi An, we have um, another kai, another brand, and it tastes, uh, in my opinion, it would be more salty. Oh, here's an interesting one. He couldn't drink the ice. He couldn't drink drinks with ice because it make him sick. Because his body's not used to the uh, tap water, maybe. So he must drink hot water, warm water? So, for example, there's this one moment where there's a bunch of military police uh-huh. at a roadside uh-huh. getting drunk, uh-huh. you know, outside the convenience store. Okay. And he goes up, orders a cola. Okay. No ice. No ice. Cola, and, no ice. And then the Vietnamese police are like, oh, this guy's a VQ because he can't drink our ice. But because this is not com- only Vietnam, though, because I've heard this about other countries. Like, you have to be careful about drinking ice. If your if your digestive system is not used to it, because the 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 parasite in the water that you're not your body's not used to can make you sick. Oh, so. is that because the ice cube is polluted? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's true. Back then, yeah, the water they used to make the ice cube was not good. Yeah. I've seen videos of people traveling Vietnam having the ice, no problem. So maybe it's fine now. Sure. <laughs> well, foreigners, right? It's, if you're, well, people told me not to drink the tap water in Korea, and I did for two years, and I, nothing happened to me. Uh, well, 
to, to keep yourself safe? Because I, I saw that. I saw how people produce the big ice scoop and then yeah. they just Chop drop down. them down on the street. Oh and then On the ground? On the ground. Oh my god. Yeah, and then start to distribute. Well, that's scary. Yeah, so I saw that. So I, I knew for sure that it's, <laughs> just it's, not, safe. In my... it's not safe if you, if oh you drink uh, cold water with ice outside your house. It's, But you, you have don't to know. because you're gonna... Uh, I think now it's okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I didn't see that since anymore. But it was like that when I was younger. Uh, my mom always asked us to boil the water first and then put it in the the mm. tray to uh, have ice cube at home. Right. So we don't use. We didn't use the water from the tap. Right. right. Yeah. Here's another thing. Okay. There. There's a scene where uh -huh. he gets really sick, and an old man helps him by taking a silver coin yeah. from the village uh -huh. and scraping his back yeah. to get rid of the evil spirit. Uh, it's, a, it's an old coin with chi old Chinese character on it, uh -huh, and uh -huh. people in the village are too poor to have uh -huh. their own coin, so they all share. Or share one, one coin. coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You you told me about that detail. Mm -hmm. We call it gao yao. Gao za is mean. Um, Uh, what is the scrape? Yeah, scrape away the wind. Right. Yeah. So gauza. I like it though. It's really relaxing. It's, it's a kind of messages. My mom and my auntie did that really well. So whenever I had a headache, uh, they usually do that for me. So you will have a lot of uh, red dot uh, on your body <laughs> and right here. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be you, silver, right? Uh. Now we use any any kind of coin, but. Back then, my grandma she had a really special one. She keep it uh, kept it in the box. It's special to doing that. Right. So they believe that you need to choose the right one. I'm not sure if it's true for anybody in Vietnam, but my childhood reflected the same things. Here's another one. Okay. His grandpa, both his grandpa. I think both of his grandpas, or maybe just one of them and mm -hmm. a friend. Mm -hmm. They were, his memory of them was they're addicted to opium. Oh, okay. And they sit there smoking opium all day long. Was mm. that a big problem in a certain generation in Vietnam? That I don't know. I knew that my grandpa uh, smoked wheat. I'm not sure about the others. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. Okay. What else do they do? I don't think there's any other cultural things. They have a shrine to the dead grandpa in the house. Huh? They have a shrine to the dead relative in the house that That's they have right? to pray to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have it too. We worship our grandpa, grandma, two grandpas, two grandmas in our house. Yeah. It's really actually interesting because um, the church mm. in America sponsored them quite a bit mm -hmm. when they came over. So mm -hmm. it's like, um, I think this is a tip sometimes a typical immigrant experience. So outside in mm -hmm. the church, mm -hmm. they're Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the school, they're probably being cool and atheist. And then at home, they are, you know, Buddhism, Buddhist, or at least just traditional. You know, praying to the shrine spiritual. of the grandpa and just yeah. trying to do those things, keep okay. the traditions alive. So they have like different faces all the time mm. that they have to put on. Mm -hmm. That I don't know, but you know, I kind of understand that when the refugee came years ago, they needed a lot of support. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the church supported them. That's good enough. You know, 
It's interesting because, you know, yes, there's a book that tells me about Vietnam in some ways because mm-hmm. he's experiencing it through fresh eyes. But I, I think in many ways it's not an experience that you could relate to because it's really a uniquely Vietnamese-American mm-hmm. perspective he has. Mm-hmm. And he's dealing with all the issues of someone who is a Vietnamese-American and mm-hmm. then how he's not accepted by America or Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's really that struggle that he's coming to terms with. Mm-hmm. Not being Vietnamese or being American, but being the combination of those things. And then also having really tough like life. And I thought a lot while I was uh, reading it about what it's like to go back home but not have it be home. Because he left when he was 10 and then he comes back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel like he's one of those pe- the people there. And the people there certainly don't feel like he's one of them. Mm-hmm. No one's like, hey, welcome home. Like, the whole time he's there, no one acts like that. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, at that time, people expected him to be really rich and successful and happy. Mm -hmm. And they keep asking him, how's America? How do people live in America? Do you have a good job? You must have so much this. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. Which, it's crazy to think now because I know yourself and I know other Vietnamese people in Canada that are doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't feel like there's... Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like there's this, like, wow... We have to go to North America or Europe or something to escape because, but that's how it, even in the 90s when he was there, it seemed like a lot of the people he was visiting were like, can you help me get to America? America? Oh, okay. You know? Uh, I think we should uh, talk about that offline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there will be some sensitive things okay. I can share with you. I was but... only talking economically. I wasn't talking it, politically. Yeah, but... I kind of understand your your questions. You're <laughs> confusing. I'm, I'm not confused. Okay, yep, sure. <laughs> I can an- answer you all of that question <laughs> under my uh, perspective, but maybe sure. I will not share it here mm-hmm. or I will get them trouble, you know? Sure, that's fair. <laughs> okay, so highly recommended book. I really liked it. I'm trying to think of reasons why people wouldn't like it. Better than the one that I asked you to read the... Uh, well, yeah, we should talk about that briefly. The, sympathizer, right? The sympathizer, I think. The sympathizer. Here's the problem with books on Vietnam. There is almost no way to find a book that isn't focused on the war. And I'm not interested in that perspective because I want to know what does it mean to be a Vietnamese person? What are Vietnamese cultural traits and traditions? What is it like to travel through the country? What is it like to live in the country? What is it like to live in Vietnam in the 90s? What is it like to live in Vietnam in the 1500s? You know, give me a slice of history and, and give me a, a feeling about it. But but I've watched enough movies and read enough books. I don't need to hear about the war anymore. And it's not telling me about Vietnamese people. Most of the books are telling me about what an American's person felt going through that war, which is a interesting and important thing to know but it's not going to teach me more about uh, my girlfriend's home life okay let, let me make some um, advertising for you uh, như vậy là Alex có một cái nguyện vọng là Alex muốn đọc những cái sách mà nói nhiều hơn về cái uh, trải nghiệm văn hóa cũng như là trải nghiệm uh, về đất nước Việt Nam uh, có thể là từ góc nhìn của một người Việt Nam hoặc là từ góc nhìn của một người nước ngoài nhưng mà Alex không có uh, không có thích đọc về chiến tranh nhiều quá tại vì Alex đã đọc và tìm hiểu rất là nhiều rồi cho nên là Alex muốn có những cái góc nhìn mới về nước Việt Nam uh, so, <cười> so nếu như mà các bạn có những cái cuốn sách hay thì giới thiệu cho Alex nha ok 
Yeah, I ask everybody to um, recommend oh, some sure. for you. I, I've searched a lot. I'll be I'll be surprised and happy if someone can find a yeah. book that meets that criteria. Because this this one I just stumbled upon, but before that I couldn't find really anything other than a, a few history kind of textbook type things, and that's not really what I want to read either in my spare time. Mm. Okay, let's see. I actually think of some of the good books in my head, but I'm not sure that they are. In uh, English or not, maybe not. But let me have a, a search, or everybody can recommend you some good books. Right. Okay. So we're done for today. Thank you for sharing your new books about Vietnam. Annyeong. Say it in Vietnamese. Ciao. Tạm biệt. Không biết. Không không biết. Okay. Uh, bye bye. Chúc mọi người ngủ ngon. Good night. Ngon. <laughs>